Kia ora, kia orana. This is Jade Benioni and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're just going to call it the podcast because I've changed the names a few times so you can just call it what you want at this point. Um, despite the name changes though, the intention has always been the same to bring you episodes, um, conversations, stories that inspire you to want to get to know yourself on a deeper level, to become more of who you're meant to be and to unearth your worth. So let's dive into another episode and do exactly that. I'm going to, I'm gonna say like tell a story but I'm just going to jam um, on someone, an atua wahine, that's quite dear to me and that I journey with a lot. And because I am Polynesian Māori, I will use, you know, I will speak on and, and share these stories. Now, I'm not, and something that trips me up about, um, you know, speaking on these, these stories, these pūrāko, um, and, you know, conditioning will have you think this is a myth, and I, even my conditioned head is, like, does well to, to refrain from using such language, such blasphemous language, such as myth. They're not myths. These are pūrāko, these are stories right, that have been retained and the essence contained within the story about our ancestors that came way before us, way before us. And I was thinking about this just yesterday, um, not, not yesterday, maybe the day before Thursday. It's Saturday now, Thursday. Thursday was the day that my grandmother passed away 17 years ago my mum's mum and I was just reflecting and contemplating on her before I began my day <coughs> and when we think about ancestors and how real they are just like this ancestor of many how real she is, you know, it's like 10 generations from me, 20 generations from me, it would be like as if, you know, my children, 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 acted as if my life experience my stories that I didn't exist it would be like that whereas I absolutely do exist and you know given technology there's there's like lots of proof of that because my ass is on social media all the time who knows if even like social like you could even access this stuff but you know our tupuna our ancestors social media if you you could say legacy was left inside of these stories and we know them to be true by the things that they evoke in us 
we know them to be true by the feelings, the emotions that start to stir within us when we recount these stories, when we sit down and we share them, we speak about them. We speak about our own experiences relating to those stories. Back to what trips me up is that I get fucking ma, which is shy about how I'm telling the story or if I miss out a detail or, you know, I don't tell it as well as like Hana, you know, Hana is a very profound wahine in Aotearoa that, you know, draws on, you know, the puraka of our atua, of our gods and, you know, brings them to life in her own way. And, you know, parts of me, struggle with like oh no you know who am I to be sharing these stories or talking about them who am I I am the descendant you know yeah so I often get like caught up in fuckamar about what I share but something that I explained in the like the episode before this was what was what I am big on. And that shadow work, archetypal psychology, human design, gene keys, uniqueness, helping people know themselves. And one of, one of the most powerful ways that someone can unlock deeper places within themselves is through understanding their stories of origin, um, the stories that come from their cultures, that come from their ancestors and their people. And they don't just have to involve gods and, and, and you know, ancestors that, you know, are mystical. It could be, you know, a story about what their grandparents did or great-grandparents, you know, there's no rules to this a story that carries the essence of true depth, depth. You can feel it. So when I think about uniqueness, I think about um, Hinititama, who was the first daughter of Pane and Hineahuone, the first woman. Now, what happens is that in the story, she, Hinetitama, um, bears children to Tane also. And along her journey, she is not aware that he is also her father. And after bearing these children with him, and after some time, she has some curiosities or gets an inkling and she is 
she she confronts she confronts and asks Tanya about you know the truth of who she is and yeah and she is asked to go again these are these details that I'm like ooh, you know don't get them wrong you know no pressure and I mean just as a side note I'm guessing like if you if you're like oh is that is that the you know is that the real story or whatever I mean that's the that's the thread for you to go and like go and um you know learn these stories in your own way for yourself so yeah all good and so she goes to ask the the po um of the whare she's asked she's told to go and ask the you know the whare whare nui the po and ask this question and in that she receives her answer that yeah her father is also her husband and in that in that moment she makes a decision um to leave to to leave and become a guardian in the in the underworld you could say and she flits or she she leaves um through through this portal i see it like a portal and the one distinct um detail that i remember is that she covers this portal pathway opening she camouflages it in these leaves kawakawa leaves and this is why um what i was taught this is why we wear you know um parekawakawa when you know at, at tangihanga oh i just said that like a tuhoi because that's my, my one of my Māori teachers who's passed on now. <laughs> he, would, he would always, he's from Tuhoi and he always dropped his G's. And it, I don't know, I just heard his voice come in. I just said, Tangihana. G's, he'll be proud of that. Um, at Tangi, why we wear Parikawakawa, um, which is like the green leaves around the head in Māori, New Zealand, Aotearoa Māori. Um, symbolize you know the woman will wear those symbolizing you know um the presence or the modi of and so and so hinititama forgoes her role as you know the the mother in this in the physical realm and goes to goes to the deeper realms goes to the underworld and waits, you know, and acts as a, hmm, a a guide, a a caregiver of all of us children as we traverse through 
the darker realms, the realms of death. Um, and for me personally, you know, I don't look at the story like, okay, I'll see you when I get there, like when I am going to physically depart this earth. For me, Hinetitama and Hinenoitepo, I look to them as I'm living. So the many identity deaths that I have had. Um, or whenever I am, my identity and my beliefs are being challenged. And you could say like going through like a dark night of the soul, it is Henenoi Tepo that I look to to take my hand or just even finding the knowing that I am in connecting with the knowing and the support and the safety that I am held through those times because she is there. Because she, and what I think about when I think about this, this Purako, and this is the, the feeling that it invokes, like once the feeling like itches into you, once that emotion opens up, once it's itched into you. And when you go through these domains of these atua, you know, when, you, when I traverse through the domain of Hinenoi Tepo, when I cross over into her domain in these dark times in life, it's not like I have to have a ceremony to evoke it. It's like I've already felt it's already there. It's there within the DNA. It's there within the psyche, right? And she's there. And so as I cross over into these domains of hers and cross over many times I do, you know, and what it feels like is the way that I've always lived life and the way that I've done things is now becoming, re it's changing, it's becoming different based on what I've asked for, and in order to become who I've asked to become, I'm going to have to let go of ways that I've done things previously, and which means it's a shedding of an identity, it's a, it's a releasing of beliefs, it's a metamorphosis of of values of standards beliefs story and that is like like you are transforming and you are being like you are being you know like literally you know you have to die and resign from what and who you have been in order to transform into who you are asking to become. And that is why if change was so easy to just be done, that everyone would do it and everyone would have, you know, what they say they want. But because it is very far from that, you know, and there is a journey to take there is a there are new domains to cross through there are there are rites of passage in order to create change because it is that way and it is that way and anyone that's saying it's not that way is just full of shit because it is that way there are those rites of passage that you must walk through having these having these stories 
etched into us, knowing these stories for ourselves, sitting and sharing them, telling them in the ways that we can, the ways that we feel called to, knowing these stories on levels that, you know, aren't right or wrong, but evoke the feeling that they need to evoke, evoke and awaken the emotions that they need to, is why these are important and why Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes was saying that story, these ancient stories, you know, these stories that have traveled through many lifetimes and centuries are as essential as good food and good relationships. Crossing over into the domain of death, whether it be physical or, you know, emotional, knowing this purako about Hinenui Te Pō, whenever I've crossed over into a dark emotional place, having to turn and face that which I'd rather not emotionally and feel these things, what comes into my awareness is the deep despair that this atua, this tūpuna, hinenui te pō, hinetitama, this daughter of, you know, the first daughter, you know, experienced, and all of the mm, hurt, shame, maybe, um, confusion, vulnerability that would have been in that moment for her and then the sacrifice, the choice that she made to be this guardian for all of us in the psyche, you know, in the underworld, in the realm unseen. Um, for me, even just thinking about that, like the words that come to mind is like greater purpose. It's like through that, through that challenge, through that, ooh, that adversity, you know, greater purpose was evoked, you know. You know, you know what can create change is powerful questions. When you ask powerful questions, sometimes you receive life-changing answers. And this is an example of that you know, um, which, you know, because my life in the physicals is kind of like all about helping people know themselves and transformation and guiding others, you know, this atua hinenui te pō for me, she stands, she walks with me a lot and I with her um, I turn to her a lot. And um, yeah, in the dark places, it's, it's, you know, she is a light. A light that you can't see, but you can feel. And I know it's the same for many that I've spoken with about this tupuna, this ancestor. 
another way that I, another story that I was told about another angle, and as we go into the, this, will, yeah, this is, this is a really beautiful pathway into um, the light. So in the morning, in the morning time with the sun rise, which is going to be very soon for me, and I might actually just go out and actually sit out this morning and watch the sun rise, I think. But as the sun rises to see a new day, this is where Hinetitama, the dawn maiden, approaches. It is the day of new life. And the way that this was told to me through this story, this purako of another um, very esteemed fire to me. Fire means auntie, for those of, for our non Māori speaking um, peeps on here, fire's auntie, or, you know, or, yeah, auntie. And so my um, fire, Māori, whariaitu, no waikato ia, no waikato tuturu ia, um, she taught me and told me about her experiences and her purako and what the rising of the sun and our the dawn maiden Hinetitama represents for her. And it, you know, I just love this piece because I am always looking into like archetypes and things like that. And this just ties in beautifully but I asked her fire why what happens like why what does it mean you know what's the meaning what's the you know it's that Aristotle type like desire to close off the loop and like that that storytelling you know beginning middle end I'm like, fire, what's the end? Like, why, why did she do that? Um, what does she really feel? Like, what's the answer? What's the story? Why is it so open-ended? <clears throat> and she told it to me like this. That she sees... Um, Well, the way she understood it, and I'm probably going to mess this up, so I'm just going to jam. But every morning when the sun rises and Hinetitama with it, the dawn maiden, within her contains the many different angles, facets, faces of humanity. In other words, every day when we rise with the sun, we get a choice about who we're going to be, who we're going to choose to be today. Or maybe it's less of a choice and it's just that who we're being today is who we are today and it, 
and and we can explore who we are today and how that differed from yesterday or what why who we are today is here and what have we got to learn from it when i think about this i think about the many different archetypes that there are you know the the facets of ourselves that we can come as you know one day i can wake up and i'm you know fully in my power as you know as a wahine, you know, about my business, and then one day I can wake up and I'm just like, why do I even bother? You know, and it's a very dark day. And both are as powerful as each other. Um, but to me, you know, the very story of Hinetitama taking on the role as Hinenuitepo. And how open-ended it is. There is no definitive answers. And it was told to me by my fire, Mari Fariatu, that how she sees it as there is no definitive answer because we are not, we in ourselves, we are not definitive. Like we are not, who we are today is going to be different to tomorrow. So how can we ask her to be beginning middle end full stop she never ends she cannot end because we are still here she cannot end because she is us and we are her that's why it's open-ended that's why it's always left to interpretation because that interpretation is who we're waking up as with the sun that interpretation of that story is dependent on who we are on this day. And that is archetypal psychology in a nutshell. I remember in 2020 when I had, you know, just done a year long immersive journey into shadow work and archetypal work. Um, I remember having this moment where I'm like, I'm gonna go on this journey to find where these concepts, these um, concepts in Te Aupakia and, and, you know, in the Western world, where they exist in my culture. And when I had this conversation with Fire Mari, it, it blew my heart open because I was like, right there in the rising of Tamanui Tera is the answer, is the story, like, she's right there. You know, this dawn maiden, this queen, you know, oof. you know, this this queen energy, I was like feeling it. It's like, that's not even the right way to describe it, but right there, that symbolic, um, that story, symbolic story is where the knowledge is. It's in a story. So in the Western world, it's done through logic, rationale, you know, um, education, um, information. You know, I've just behind me, I have a deck of like, I think you can see them there, sort of. No, you can't because it's a podcast and you're listening. But behind me is a deck of cards by like Carolyn Mace, who, you know, is a, is a very strong um and powerful teacher in archetypal psychology and I spoke about her in the previous episode she's one of my 
you know, greatest mentors, right, where her information and her teachings evoke, um, evoke like powerful awakening, right? And that's after me listening to like hours and hours and hours, but there is something that happens. And it's, as I said at the start, there's some, it's on, it's another level of depth when you are told or when you share and weave the stories of old that carry in them centuries, centuries of ooh, power and wisdom within it, like these stories, like these purako. And as I said at the beginning of this also, how, how dare we call those myths? Myth as in like, not real. Like, how dare we? They're, they're real because we're still breathing and we're living, you know? They're real because we're telling them. So when we hear these stories, and maybe we hear a snippet of it, and that and that encourage that inspires us to go and like dig deeper, yeah, and deeper and deeper and deeper. That is the journey. So, story, ancient stories, stories that contain depth about. Mm, the human experience, awaken and evoke something collectively, you know, something deep and collective within us. And then we keep journeying. And I can't really tell you what it does. But what I can say from my experience is that these stories build inner, inner self-esteem, spiritual self-esteem. So when you're in a dark place and you can draw, you can draw strength and energy, you know, from, you know, these stories, that's inner self-esteem. So, that's what I have for today. May you continue to journey on. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, there's a few ways that you can, like, contact me or whatever. Have, like, if you, even if you just want to reach out and share your experience or like what came up for you like I'm I'm all about that you know I'm all about genuine depth you know deep genuine conversation um like that I will I will answer to you know so if you have something you want to share you want just me to witness or someone to witness you know come through Come through, leave me a message, leave me a voice message. I will listen, I will respond. 
<coughs> let me know that you heard this this episode so that concludes this session story about one of my one of our most beautiful you know caregivers ancestors tupuna hinetitama and hinenoitepo one who exists in the light and the dark Chaudakote. <laughs>